from Verani and David Verani. It's a podcast. Hello, everybody. This is Corin Verani and Navid Verani. And here we are today in our first take of our first whatever this may be. How are you feeling today, bud? It's a podcast. Yeah, I think it is a podcast. I'm hoping it's a podcast. So uh, why don't we tell uh, these good people today about what we did tonight? Poker. Poker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, poker was very, very fun. Uh, did you win? I did not. I did not either. Kind of sucked. Actually, I think the poker game is still going on right now. How do you feel about that? Yeah, Mo's happy. Mo, 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 Mo. That's my dude. You know, like it comes down to whatever I think about Mo, about some pretty funny Mo moments. Did you think of something off the top of your head? No, oh, but I did find out about this thing called a Momo on YouTube today. It's terrifying. It tells kids to kill themselves mid-children's cartoons. It's terrifying. It's called Momo. Yeah. <laughs> mid-cartoon, okay. I mean, I shouldn't dig that, but I understand that. I mean, I don't understand that. I mean, what's the segue from killing kids? Not killing kids. There you go. I like that even better. Let's bring back Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, uh, yeah. But, dude, the Momo looked just like Chuck E. Cheese. The eyes, oh, dear God, it was terrifying. Okay, then. Now here we are back to the conversation that we didn't want to have before. But, anywho, let's talk about something else. So, did you hear about this whole Spider-Man fiasco going on? It's traumatizing. Yeah, it's something about, like, how Spider-Man's not part of the MCU anymore, right? Mm-hmm. And to people that don't know what the MCU is, Marco's cubicle at the universe. What? No, well, what is MCU? Tell people. Marvel Extended Universe. Or Cinematic Universe. Yeah, whatever he said. Anyway, what's this whole thing? Everybody's going all weird out about it. I heard that even your favorite singer slash actor... And boat salesman and hair maker. Make yeah, crap. born ultimatum, right? The one without Matt Damon, yeah. <laughs> What was it? Yeah. Jeremy Renner. Jeremy Renner. Yeah, he was pretty upset about it. Insert music. No, but what he was he was pretty upset about the fact that, like, you know, Spider-Man is not a part of the MCU anymore. I mean, they have tons of new characters coming out anyways, right? So, you know. Not- okay, so obviously he's not the most engaging. This is why we call him a producer. What? Yeah, no. Well, I'm just saying, if you think about the future onslaught of Phase 4, there's tons of stuff going okay. on right now oh, in okay. regards to okay. many of our characters coming out, you know? Yeah. What? Okay. okay. Forms with the shows <clears throat> on uh, Disney+. Plus. It's Also, Sony is going to take over the movie, so he's going to continue, just not within the MCU. So, you know. Spider-Man is still coming out, by the way, but they're just sharing everything, and it's not a part of the MCU. So it's not a big deal. You'll still see fucking movies. I'll tell you what's crazy. Matrix is coming back with Keanu Reeves. Um, obviously. What do you think this whole John Wick shit's been about? Not that. Dude. He's he, a franchise man. He's a <laughs> several franchises. People thought, like, Keanu, he's always been loved because he's Bill and Ted. He's always been loved because he's, like, the coolest motherfucker in the world. And then on top of that, he did Matrix, which is even better. But then people started counting him out because now everybody's getting older, but Keanu's on this fucking vegan whatever shit diet, whatever you... I don't know what the hell he's First doing. First off, he's not and a vegan. He comes, he's, just, he's just a lovely, lovely man. And then he comes from where... Some of them does John Wick with the dude does all his action scenes and whatever, whatnot, which is a little bit more realistic than obviously what he happened in Matrix with that whole like 360 shit. Tidbit. So don't you think that this was a whole come in to say, hey, guess what? I've done all this now, and now everybody's gonna obviously come Whoa. back. He just pulled the jobs. Everybody so, said that he'll never be able to do it. If Matrix was gonna happen, it would have happened with somebody else. But he said no. 
He just pulled like the hairs of Ford. I mean, we're like in a place where like it's reboot mega culture. Avengers, this, you know, what else recently came back? Fast and Furious. All these movies, franchises are at the peak right now, right? They're either reviving them or they're new stuff. Star <laughs> Wars come back. So it was inevitable that Matrix would come back, was it not? You know? Yeah, but there's certain there's certain movies that you have to agree that if it comes back with a different type of character and different character overall, reboots or whatever, whatnot, that that particular series, it's it's already embedded. So Matrix, yes, it's there. And so Keanu's like doing this with Star Wars. Yes, Star Wars happened. There's always been new did series you, and new things. So it's all about it. So Star Wars sells. It's not who's in Star Wars. Did you not watch the last Matrix? I barely, I barely saw the last part of it last, like a couple weeks ago. Everybody saw they it said, one time. They said, it was on TV. At the very end, the little girl's like, is he going to come back? And the old lady's like, yeah, we'll see him again. And the movie ends. And I'm like, oh shit, yeah, I guess he will come back. Yeah, yeah but I think in any Matrix scenario, if you're really thinking that it could have been anything else in the world, he could have came back as somebody else, another character maybe. Mr. Right? Anderson himself? No, just oh, another shit. actor. Another actor. It could have been Neo, but now he's like 30 years in this future. I guess sort of like the weird shit that like Will Smith is doing now, like going back in 20 years and finding himself like he can't find anybody else. Gemini like, Man. Yeah, hey, I, I, I dig fucking Will Smith. I use something awesome as shit. But tell me, what do you think, like, Will Smith is, is funny. But, and like I said right now, he has fought everybody else in the world, aliens, and uh, beyond the world, and now he has to fight himself. He also fought DC for a while. I mean, that's fine. You know, they replaced him, I think, maybe. That's unconfirmed. With John, Don Cheadle. Yeah, I hate to see it, but I agree with him because John Cheadle is obviously... The replacement black man, yeah. <laughs> Every single time, man. He's just it was what dude. He took Terrence Howard. That's a big role. That was a huge role. Terrence would have been the shit right oh, now. Oh yeah, dude. Shit. He would have been great. He was already awesome for Hustle and Flow. But mm-hmm. then Don Cheadle was awesome for Hotel Rwanda, which I've never seen because I just know it's really sad. We all know Don Cheadle's one bad like anger management away from Jamie Foxx taking his role. I, so I, you know it's not a difference. I don't know. I think Don <laughs> Cheadle's that one cool dude that could be anybody's best friend, including Will Smith and Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Exactly. And who else? Tony Stark and I Robert know. Downey Jr. I'm sure that they were cool. I'm sure cool in real life too. There right? you go. There's yeah. a connection yeah. now. Yeah. Okay. So the connection is that Will Smith told them, Hey, give Don Cheadle a chance that I gave him a chance on I don't think Will Smith ain't do with it. I will have got your back, man. I love you to death, but obviously not my brother. But Aladdin wasn't that great. Aladdin, I mean, dude was blue. That was great. It. I mean, like, that's awesome. No, I mean, I guess more people are just haters these days. They hate I mean, like, he could be blue. Robert Downey became a black man for that one movie, Trap of Thunder. Yeah, but that was different. It wouldn't have, it wouldn't have worked today. I think. I don't think it would. Maybe. Uh, yeah, probably not. Well, Ben Stiller played like a special needs person. The rapper was being teased for being gay. Um, <laughs> there's just so much stuff wrong with that movie. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. is black. Chocolate Thunder, yeah, dude. Watching that retrospectively, I think it would be, if it came out today, everyone would come after it. And the dude from, like, The Apprentice from Sorcerer's Stone was, like, the smartest guy in there. And Jack Black doing cocaine, so I expect that this is actually him playing yeah, Jack Black. Possibly. <laughs> like, yeah, this would be one of those things. But who do you think in Chocolate Thunder, who do you think, like, stole the show? Robert Downey Jr., obviously. Robert Downey Jr.? But, 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 pre, pre, Matthew McConaughey's Redemption series. So, no, but he wasn't that good in the movie either, though. But, uh, maybe, I don't want to say Tom Cruise either. He was a little annoying. Tom Cruise, I mean, like, it, 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 it was so beyond what Tom Cruise would do. And I think that people saw Tom Cruise in a certain way. And I think this whole Scientology and all this perspective and 
whatever you do in your normal life, I get it. And that unfortunately, that is, you know, if that's what your life is, it is. But you being an entertainer, you're still entertaining. So like he came out from this perspective, I'm back in, I think kind of eased him, him back into Hollywood again. And that's why he did the movie, just because maybe it was a PR perspective. I mean, so if you think about it, Bester's character was Tom Cruise. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Essentially, it was, it was a you know, satirical take on him. Yeah, of course. But that's Ben Stiller. I mean, <laughs> and I you think about it. How, there's, there's like seven scorchers in that movie. What what number of Mission Impossible are we on right now? <laughs> I mean, you're looking at Ben Stiller, and like he's he's such a good character. He's such a good a- actor. He's such good in everything he does. But a lot of things that he's done in his life is just a mimic in a comical way of other things, which makes it so funny, like the modeling and all this, whatever. But through this, he finds his own character, like Zoolander. You know, and like lesser something about note, Mary. Lesser about, note, Walter Mitty. Exactly, Walter <laughs> Mitty. But this is where, like you just said, in Tropic Thunder, he goes and he plays him. He would, but he said Tom Cruise's whole perspective, and I'm glad that they put him in there because it just, it, it just put things in perspective for him. He did a good job. I mean, Danny McBride always steals the show, I think, though. Yeah, yeah. But, but what do you think about the dude with no hands but with hands? McNulty? Uh, oh, no, not McNulty. Uh, uh, what's his name? Yeah, uh, and he was a warrior, the dad from Warrior. Uh, you know. Yeah, so the dad from Warrior. Here's my phone when I need it. Um, dad from Warrior. Okay, where else was he in? I don't know. Mick something. McNulty. It's not, no, McNulty, McNulty is from The Wire, which we'll talk about later. Well, let's talk about The Warrior, though. Good movie. We don't know the actress who's called Dad, but we know Tom Hardy and. Other guy. The other guy, the Australian guy, right? I have no idea what he is. Okay, he so the brother. We'll call him the brother. He was in several movies, right? Yeah. So, okay, I guess it's two brothers. I mean, like, that movie is fucking sick. Uh, no, it's probably one of the best sports movie of, I guess, I mean, a top ten. I wouldn't even consider it a, a type of fighting, um, I don't know, sports movie. I mean, it's, it's definitely a sports movie. But yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Same the top, it's maybe top up there, but like I, I'm kind I of trying. I, I want to try. I want to try to compare the boxing movies too because it's around that category. I mean, for right? you know me, I'm Rocky. Yeah, Rocky yeah, yeah. straight up. No, 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 but in terms of like, it is. so the way it is story, it was like a good movie combined with like the world of a UFC. Yeah, and it just combined it well, right? So like you know, no, I, no, the whole thing is UFC was on the rise at this time, yeah. and so when you see this whole perspective of UFC coming up and they come out with this movie. Again, this movie came out in a certain way that even a certain time, I think UFC was on the rise. So like it, it kind of eased into it and it brought a whole different persona perspective to it. But the whole thing is the drama about it, where it's just these two brothers that are entangled. Oh yeah. And also it does a good job doing a build up for both sides. Right. I don't think they even meet until halfway through the movie. That's a cool thing oh, about the movie. Yeah. First time they meet in they the movie, got one it's, time it, was, it was halfway through. Remember the yeah, scene 100% where like, on the beach. And, and that first time they brought up everything. They're like, why'd yeah. you leave? Why'd you go with your girlfriend? Exactly. Why'd you do that? And that, you know, straight and to the point. And was the next time they met him? In the, the ring. In the, the ring. ring. Yeah. In the ring. But this movie is a classic scenario of like, obviously it's just, I don't want to say daddy issues. There's there a lot of hate. But the, the dad, dear God, next level. Like it, Dude, He took it to whatever he got drunk the first time. Again, oh, that was sad. And he comes up, and then this is after his son just throws all this money at him and saying, you want this, whatever. But, and, and you know what? The, but the dad was a bitch. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, I can't fathom what they went through during that time because they didn't do it. And it just made it seem like such a long time ago that it's... I mean, still holding so much weight so, on them. So the story is essentially about redemption in every way possible, right? In regards to um, the dad, the what's his name, Tom Hardy's character, 
self-redemption of some kind. You know, he, he was in the military. He ran off. He saved those people. But, you know, he had to catch no, up with no, what was coming up to him. You know, and uh, for his brother, leaving his brother. Like, I don't think it's redemption. No, 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 no. Redemption. I mean, it's not redemption, but it's it's seeking redemption. It's No, I, I mean, I think the weird way of just even looking at it, like, the father didn't put all this stuff together. This just came to him. I'm not saying that there's God, there are some sort of forces of nature that was forcing this thing to come back together. And redemption is you finding yourself through aggravation. This is what this was. It was three different, it was, this is a father, they, was, they, they, they all had their own stuff going on. This is working out your shit. This was straight up in the mentality of like a forum of saying like, you know what, like we have so much anger and this really personified it. It did. And made it real into a fucking ring. And to the end, that the older brother had him down, yeah, right? Snapped his arm. And then he kept on, he just kept on going. He kept on going. He did not want to go down until he knew that he was, like, he was wanted again. Yeah. This is about, like, finding yourself. It's finding your need and finding your ability to be wanted. And redemption in oneself. <laughs> I guess so, man. I don't know. I think there's probably a word for what I'm saying. I think what you're saying is... Maybe it's in the same town, but I think we got two roads there. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it's a movie go. I don't know, man. But anyway, anywho, I just want to say that, you know, we've been talking to y'all for a little bit while, and what we're going to do is, since this is our first take, we call it a quits. Navidio, it was good talking to you. Me too. And everybody out there, if this ever gets out, I hope y'all enjoy this, and I hope y'all hear many more. And again, this is Coramount and... Navid, do not YouTube the Momo videos. They are terrifying. Uh, <laughs> That's good. Yeah, let's let's just end on that note. But already, everybody, peace, love, and be happy. You have a good night. Hutchins Street is a podcast by Virani Works, produced by Russell Featherstone Audio.